0: Welcome, and I'm so happy that you're here listening in to the Transform with Janice, the podcast, with me, Janice Reisel, as your host. You can call me Janice, and I'm super excited to start transforming your way. You will receive weekly tips and life hacks, as well as talking about grief and deep conversations. My mission is to share and empower those who are ready to start changing up the game we call life. Are you ready to listen? Learn and transform your way, get comfy, settle in, and enjoy the ride. Hi everyone, and thank you so much for listening in again. I hope you're enjoying the ride so far. I'm very excited to talk actually about this specific topic, topic, um, just because I've been able to um, see a lot of things, and I don't think that this is really something that people talk a lot about. So I feel like let me just start hopping into that this conversation with you guys together. And so today we're going to talk about how to find inspiration in our grief. I know that when I say that it can it can trigger loads of things, but I want you to keep it open minded. I want you to understand that I actually really worked on my mindset which allowed me to actually specifically specifically see the beauty of this specific topic. So keep it open-minded and um, try and just to to go with me on this one. So first of all, my inspiration in my grief was actually non-existent. <laughs> Let's start with that. It was non-existent. And I could tell with the people that were around me that there was like small and, and like little happiness factors joyful moments and I think that the biggest inspiration came from memories what do I mean when I say memories when you remind if you remember a very happy situation right now if I ask you to go in into your mind and think of a very happy situation that you've been um what has been presented for you what have you lived in what has um make you so joyful it will you will pee your pants for example right um so for for me it personally was definitely the memories thinking about what my dad um, accomplished what he stood for the lessons he learned and all of those things were very powerful and um warming energy that that allowed us to keep on going when i speak about us i speak about the family Um, I could definitely see with everyone around me that was suffering um, and trying to cope with the information that we had at hand with the reality that we were going going through was remembering those um, specific moments, the specific moments that made my father who he was for so many. So... Basically, that was one small inspiration point. I, I say small because the, the rest of life was so overwhelming that those memories weren't strong enough to allow me to actually reap the benefits of grief. When I say reap the benefits, I mean like there are benefits in, uh, in the side of grief. There is beauty inside your grief. There is suffering too. But as as much as there's lowest of lows, there is the highest of highs. So if you feel sad, know that you won't have to feel sad for the rest of your life. You won't have to feel angry at the rest of your life. I basically figured this out. That because um, if we look at grief and we, we put it in two stages, in suffering state and into a beautiful state, think about... Think about your suffering state being um, all the bad t- things that has happened to you. Or happened for you, we should actually sh- actually say. And all the good that has come from that. Now, what had just happened? Like, none of the good things will will come to mind, for sure. I get that. Um. However, I was able to travel back to my parents to their home country, where my dad passed away. I haven't been there for a couple of years. I was able to see a surrounding again with a beautiful culture where my parents had showed me around. I was able to see all of those things. If If I reflect back, it was not a holiday for sure. It was not, and it was lockdown period. So we were not allowed to go outside as much, but still the country was still breathing its beauty. And that was an opportunity to look around and be present in. So getting back to this is basically that grief is a lifelong connection. It won't heal the hole your loved one has left behind. It will allow you to give space to rebuild around that though. So finding that space around it is finding it out of the opportunities that are around you. Being present in a moment and actually going back to the basics. And I spoke to a lot of people and they, when they go through grief, they feel like they have to, uh, well, how I would explain it is going back to um, that child mindset, breathing, walking, talking, eating, sleeping. That is the only thing that matters. You have to stay alive, right? That's one of the things that really comes alive when I talk about this topic. And um, if you find in between that, the little colors, if you find in between walking and sleeping, a little plant. You look out of, out of the window, you, sh- you see a little bird. This is all stuff that you already have in your surroundings. Acknowledging those things allows you to stay present and actually live in a day-to-day. This will allow you also to feel the space because time doesn't heal. But it gives you space in where you are right now. Your reality won't change. The, the only thing that you have the choice of is finding the suffering or the beautiful state. Stay in the suffering state or staying in that, or actually moving away from that suffering state and trying to find that beauty. And it's not, it's, it, it can actually uh, also. Um, rocket ball back to you. Rocket ball, what's that? Um, it can only like come back to you in your face, actually. Because sometimes people feel that when they are in a beautiful state, they feel guilty because they're in a beautiful state. They feel guilty because they're happy, but the loved one of them that's not there anymore is not with them, right? Feel, feel, feeling that guilt trip of I'm alive and they're not. And I had that too. I had that too. But honestly, I, I went back to myself and I was like, if I can be honest. And even if you had a bad relationship, even if you had a bad relationship, if you didn't have a good relationship in general, a confused, a mysterious relationship with that person, that connection, would you really think that they want, wanted you to suffer? The rest of your life? And if your answer is yes, I would like you to question then the fact on but what would you what what, what would you like for yourself then? What would you like for yourself? Would you like to stay in the suffering state or feeling guilty? Because you won't get an answer back. You won't get a truthful answer back, either way the only thing that we can do is look at our present, what we already have. And that's what we have control over. So finding that inspiration through that grief can actually, let me let me tell you this one. Grief is a lifeline connection to, between two people who are different together and is a sign of loyalty and hope. This is by Rebecca Nut, McNutt. And she basically said that grief is a lifeline connection. If we think about that lifeline connection, it will never fade. It will always be there. It's a lifestyle. It's part of you. However, how new or how how long you've been without your loved one, there there is an inspiration that you can find outside of your pain outside of your suffering outside of your hurtful feelings there's i i wouldn't i wouldn't like to say to people that there's a light at the end of the tunnel because people said that to me and it pissed me off but um i would definitely say that the pain and the hurt that you're feeling and the suffering that you're going through is um can be a choice for you. What do I mean when I say that? I mean that suffering suffering in your in the state that you're in doesn't have to lo, ha, doesn't have to be forever. You can see the beauty by staying present. You can see the beauty by giving yourself time. You can see the beauty by embracing the emotions that that loved one that hole that they have have left behind, and I'm not saying drowning. I'm saying embracing. The, the difference between drowning and embracing. I've done both. <laughs> drowning is not not quite that that great though. Drowning can actually feel like um, a little literal suff- suffocation. I have I've had times that I haven't been able to catch my breath, and that was definitely one of those. Um, um, feelings that I went through so it's it 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 is uh, hurtful and painful but I actually managed to um, acknowledge my feelings that's what I'm talking about by embracing it acknowledge my feelings this morning I cried because I saw a picture of my dad on my graduation and I felt like he was on his phone and it just called up so many memories and at that point I felt like oh that one hit home that one hit hard and I need to let go of some tears I need to be present in this moment and allow myself to feel the feelings because if I won't I will drown with them later on it will smack me even harder in the face finding the inspiration between between your grief you could actually say that You find your presence in the space you're at and you're able to um, acknowledge all of the different thoughts and all of the different feelings as much as you can process them. Like I said, I found my inspiration in what my dad left behind. The people that he shared their stories about, like, so many different peoples he touched. Reading the, about his life and and all of the, the, the things that he had have, has introduced for so many. He taught me all the lessons that I needed to learn. Even the 10-second rule, which I would love to give you for free right now. If you ever feel angry or you feel very emotional, count to 10. And if you are not able to then um, get get into a place, a stable place, where you can react, keep counting, keep counting until you feel like you can honestly say, this is not my emotions talking, but this is me talking. I know your emotions and yourself are the same, but sometimes we can make choices that don't really go in align with ourselves, that are not in align with ourselves. So. Those things, those lessons, those memories are an inspiration in your grief. Don't let anyone tell you something that you're not. Or don't let anyone tell you to move on in your grief. Because where are you moving to? Where are you supposed to move to? You're supposed to grieve in your own time, in your own space. I just want to give to you that you're not alone. We want our beloved ones to be somewhere beautiful. I imagine they want us to be somewhere beautiful as well. Earth seems a strange and lonesome place when that person we love must have died before us. Yet there is still a great beauty here for us to enjoy until our time to see that beauty up there. That is all I have for you today. And thanks for listening in, fam. I am new at the podcast game, so if you like this episode, please share it with your friends, with your family, with your neighbor. You can find me on Instagram, the.genice.way. I also have a Facebook group where I'll be sharing daily motivational and inspiring content, connecting with like-minded people. I will also drop it in the show notes. And remember, the only way to change is adding on these tips into your life. Thanks again for being here, fam. And as Gandhi would say, be the change that you want to see in the world.